Hello, podcast. Hey, guys. Welcome to the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. This is your weekly, with an asterisk next to it. We'll get to that in a second. This is your weekly dose of inspiration, entertainment, and education to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. You're in for a huge treat on this because you're going to be hearing mostly from my beautiful wife, Taylor, sharing seven ways to support your significant other through a bodybuilding competition. If you know anything about this sport, and if you've done it before, you know exactly what we're talking about. This is a team sport, and you cannot do it without the full support of your spouse or significant other. I know that I sure wouldn't have been able to do it. So that being said, the asterisk next to the word weekly. This is an audio-only episode, so you will not be able to find this on YouTube. That being said, we did not put out an episode last week. And we're sorry. We're very, very sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Taylor's sorry. James, Everly, Zion. I mean, we're all sorry. And the reason for that is because what did we do this last couple weeks, babe? We were on a very long road trip to Montana. Mm Mm-hmm. We were on a... And we were sick. (laughs) We were on a two-week trip and so didn't have computer access or any way to be able to uh, publish any podcast episodes other than do what we're doing right now, which is an audio only but we couldn't even do that because we were sick and couldn't talk. <laughs> so yeah. still did all of our training, still got all of our workouts in because uh, I'm on prep. So it's not like I'm not going to work out. And it's not like I'm not going to train the people that we scheduled the whole trip around in the first place. So we made it all happen and it was fun. We're glad that we did it. Um, it's good to be back though. So mm-hmm. anyway, we are going to start as usual with two client reviews. Um, actually make that one client review because we're feeling generous today and wanted to give a huge shout out first to not that he needs it by any means (laughs) but uh, to mr robert sykes for his new book ketogenic bodybuilding a natural athlete's guide to competitive savagery i shredded through this book on the trip Uh, this is one of those books where you don't want to read it you want to study it this is probably the best contest prep book that I've ever read. And I've read a lot of them, studied a lot of them. Um, and the reason is because this is just so specific to what we do mm-hmm. and, to, and to the lifestyle that we live. Bodybuilding is a lifestyle. That's why we like to do it on the ketogenic diet. It's more, it's more sustainable. The meal prep's easier. There's less variables. It's and cheaper. Uh, yeah, it is definitely less expensive. It's one of the cheapest diets that you can do. I mean, it's 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 a, your your core foods are like bacon, eggs, cheese, ground beef. I mean, none cream, of cream. Yeah, butter. exactly. You know, none of that stuff is really expensive. Keto bricks. Uh, I'm gonna plug that on the next episode too. And I do not have any affiliation with this gentleman whatsoever. I just respect the hell out of him and his wife and everything they do. They have really set the example for us as far as what you can do with this sport um, in the area of bodybuilding. And I guess that'd be a good time to just pull up this quote that he had. I mean, this whole book is amazing. And the first couple chapters, it's like you read them. And if you've ever thought about competing before, careful reading it because you'll probably talk yourself into doing a competition. (laughs) (laughs) That's how how inspiring it is. Um, But on page 28, he says, The sport of bodybuilding can be our cure. It can be our own manufactured hardship that forces us to toughen up and rise to meet our challenges. It can teach us discipline and dedication. It can sharpen not only our bodies, but also our minds. The lessons learned in bodybuilding transcend the sport itself and bleed into all aspects of your life. 
With total confidence, I can say that being a bodybuilder is what gave me the foundation to become a successful businessman, husband, and contributing member of society. It gave me purpose and became the backbone of my values. It did it for me, and it has done the same for so many others. It can do it for you, too. And that's really the reason why I started. and why, That's really good. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, and that's why we call our business Superset Your Life. And I wrote Superset Your Life on that page because mm-hmm. like he ba- that's basically our mission statement right there. You know, it's not yeah. – bodybuilding is not a means to it, – it, it's, it's not an end in and of itself. It's a means to a, to a, to a better end. You know, this is, some, yeah. this is a sport to where it's like, you know, we just heard about Cedric passing away. You know, it's devastating. And there's um, – it, like, it seems like a lot of the great – the big bodybuilders are dropping like flies but we we we, we want to change the sport we really do and and that's what i love about robert and his wife crystal is they have a health first approach um my coach has always had a health first approach alfred Raruf. and so that's all i really know when it comes to the sport is how to do it in a way that's healthy and sustainable makes you a better person makes you better in all areas of life because it's so tangible you know if you if if you if you know our story at all you know that we tried a number of different online business opportunities we wanted to get rich we thought we were going to be rich and millionaires by the time we were 25 and found out pretty quick that that's not the direction that god was calling us to, to to go and so uh we were frustrated and depressed about five six years ago and uh it just seemed like a lot of what we were trying to do wasn't really working and so we And so we found that if we were going to the gym and if we were on top of our diet, like that was just something very tangible, something to where you could do something, get a specific result, and the results were very predictable. So we just became infatuated with the science of of it and everything. And Taylor and I were both doing it together for a while until we got pregnant. (laughs) So, Yes. I will take half of the responsibility for that happening. But anyway, now we have two beautiful children. In the meantime, I did eight natural bodybuilding shows, and uh, which lost. is so crazy to think about that we that you did eight of them in the time span when our kids were the youngest. Mm-hmm. And you pushed me to do those last couple ones too. I was like, hey, "Are you sure? Like, we're about to have a daughter, and you're like, do it. You're so close to getting a pro card." I was like, "Okay." And and and, uh, and, my, and my coach too was telling me the same thing. I was like, "All right, I got one more left to me, and got second place again. So still not a pro. Probably never will be, but." Uh, Never going to stop trying. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, um, don't want to get too far off track, but just that, that was a, that, that just anybody that is into the ketogenic diet or bodybuilding. Um, I cannot recommend this book enough. It is absolutely incredible. Um, you can, you can find, you can find this book, um, on Amazon. I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. It's called ketogenic bodybuilding by Robert Sykes. All right. So there is that. And then, yeah, so I'm, since since we just had that topic, I'm just going to do one customer review for this week. This is from a very nice gentleman named Matt Hornsby. And uh, he said, let's see, I love the deltoid cable attachment. I really like it for overhead tricep extensions. I have some shoulder mobility issues and lets me get out, it, it, excuse me, and lets me get into position without putting too much strain on the rotator cuff. Then he also added, my girlfriend loves it and says it looks badass. So sorry if your kids are listening to this. <laughs> also, this guy, Matt, has these awesome t-shirts that are 
Um, they say built naturally they say built natural on them so if you're a natural bodybuilder these are super super cool shirts you can find them on my instagram profile i'm usually posting um they're in a lot of my posts but anyway um matt at builtnaturally.net that is his email address i'll put that in the show notes below as well he is working on getting this clothing company off of the ground for natural bodybuilding and uh something that i love repping it's a great looking shirt um that's his email address and so if that sounds inch of interest or appealing to you uh go ahead and shoot him an email i'm sure he'd love to hear from you so all right that is it for our customer reviews and yeah we're gonna get into the topic of the day and uh, we're gonna have a little treat at the end so make sure you hang around for the end um i'm gonna hand it over to taylor now and she's gonna get into the first tip on how to support your significant other through a contest prep. Yeah, so guys, I think the first thing I I want to say before we go into everything too is obviously if you're single and you want to compete, I know that you can do that. I absolutely believe wholeheartedly that you can get through your prep by yourself. Mm-hmm. This is just what we've done because we've been together for 10 years, so everything we do we do together. Yeah. <laughs> and and this is just for all those people you know, even if you are single, we'd love for you to listen to this entire recording, but this is specifically geared to those who have a support person in their life who is going to help them through this prep, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, a friend, your parents, you know, anybody. And this is just things that we've learned as Colt mentioned, going through eight bodybuilding shows together, things that we've learned along the way to help best get each other through that Mm -hmm. Um, because like Colt said this is a team sport yes he is the athlete yes he's the one who's doing all the hard work um, aka the workouts and the diet and the the uh, posing prep and everything but it all is done like congruently together with the help that you get from your significant other it it doesn't just happen so um absolutely before you jump into the first one, is it okay if I add something to that real quick? Yeah. Um, so what we're this this sport is something that anybody can do. I wouldn't say it's necessarily for in, for everybody. You have to want it really bad. But just genetically speaking, I firmly believe because I've just seen so many shows, d- done a lot of shows, but also attended a lot of shows too. One of the best things that you can do for your own contest prep is to go attend another show before your contest prep starts and that will give you so much motivation to adhere to what your coach is having you do through your 16 20 24 week prep however long it is mine are typically 20 to 24 weeks out but just genetically speaking i i really believe that anybody can step on stage and look amazing i really do i think everybody can get shredded i've seen it over and over and over again can everybody be an IFBB pro? No. Can everybody be a pro natural bodybuilder? No. But anybody can look absolutely amazing by using the same dieting and the same training principles that are used in the sport of bodybuilding. So yeah. just wanted to add that before we get started. Okay, yeah. it's all yours, babe. Okay. Um, all right. So the first one, well, as I go through these, there's going to be some like tangible, like day-to-day things that you can do. And there's going to be a lot of like emotional support too, because it's an emotional roller coaster going through a prep for both people. So, um, just keep that in mind. So the first one I'm going to say is probably the biggest thing that you can do, uh, throughout a bodybuilding prep and it's give each other grace. 
And, you know, I think looking back, neither of us knew the emotional roller coaster we were getting into. We kind of just thought, ah, it's going to be hard, you know, a few weeks out. But, you know, it really is an emotional roller coaster because every day you're working your butt off. You're eating meals that maybe, you know, aren't particularly what you want to eat at that moment in time. I would say 99% of the time it's not what somebody wants to eat because they want to eat more calories. But, you know, when you're low in sleep, you're low in calories, you're pushing your body past its every limit. I mean, you're getting your body to, I mean, needless to say, a pretty unhealthy amount of body fat. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes a toll on everybody emotionally. And you're going to be cranky. And not, to, and this is not to scare people. It's just kind of to prepare people. But it, you're gonna go through times when you eat, you get cranky, when you're just exhausted. Like I remember when Colt was going through all of his preps, he literally only had energy. Well, he didn't even have energy to go to the gym. He just did it because he needed to. Mm-hmm. But all he could get done in the day was just work out, go to work, come home, and go to bed. And knowing that, that that's that that's what he needed to do at that moment in time. I just had to give him grace. And he had to give me grace and we had to just walk through that together. Um, You know, just understanding where each other are at emotionally and just communicating what what you guys need. It's super important. Um, Another thing that your spouse, you know, your competitor will need is encouragement. Because I'm sure uh, if this were me, I would want that encouragement daily and this goes back to kind of like a love language type thing if you guys have read the book the five love languages most men are words of affirmation and when you're going through a prep and your body is kind of being scrutinized and picked apart uh what they need is encouragement they need you look great you hit this pose well go crush your workout like just like stuff like that just some quick words of encouragement and uh the last thing they need is Um, another coach you know somebody saying ah well don't you need to go get this in don't you need to do that um so yeah yeah all the best bodybuilding coaches are tough coaches from what i've seen that's something where i'm not naturally a tough uh thick-skinned coach to begin with i'm like i hate hurting people's feelings and so something that i've had to to work on is toughening up and really cracking down when somebody needs to hear the cold hard truth you know yeah. it's 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 not mean to tell somebody they're out of shape it's mean to tell somebody that they're in shape when they're not and then they step on stage and make an idiot out of themselves because they didn't have a coach that was willing to tell them the truth so if your coach is doing his job and he's being hard on you and he's and he's pushing you through the workouts and cracking down on you when you fall off your diet like he should be or she then your that then your spouse your significant other um just really really needs to be showing you love at that point you know mm-hmm. when there are times where i wasn't perfect on my last preps um taylor wasn't the one sitting there going oh that's not in your meal plan really alfred ha- alfred's having you eat that no 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 no. that was coming from alfred and she was always there supporting and encouraging me yeah i needed that yeah and then my last thing kind of under just like that emotional support is just asking every day, like, what can I do for you today? What do you need me to do? Um, and I get that not everybody is a stay at home wife or, you know, that you guys don't maybe have the time that we have, but I would ask, I still to this day ask him every day, what do you need me to do today? But when it's on prep, it's different. You know, it's just like, what can I do to help you get through your day? Basically, like, do you need me to do your laundry? Do you need me to cook your food? Like, what what do you need? Just to take that um, extra weight off of his shoulders. So, yeah. 
Um, next stuff is going to be that, more. That was super helpful. Sorry. What, what, one, one more side note before the next tip um, <laughs> <laughs> is on that note of people not having the time that we do. We, uh, this is what we do. And so it doesn't, we are, we are no less busy than anybody else because of our lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> just want to, just want to make sure that's really clear. We go hard. We have yeah. no time off. We do not, we do not go out. We have, uh, we, we have a date night every other week. But other than that, it's like, we don't go out drinking with friends. We don't even really have any friends outside of our clients and each other and our family. I mean, we are all in with what we're doing and and really just any extra time that we have is just i would really rather it be with our family so Mm -hmm. um yeah we prioritize our workouts and everything because that's what our what both of our businesses skull bells and superset your life are built around um but by no means are we um people that just like have a whole bunch of time with nothing yeah i didn't i didn't mean for it to come across that way i know you didn't but if someone's listening to this for the first time they're like wait what so (laughs) people people will use time as an excuse too so i'm like all right can't use that as an excuse (laughs) yeah all right so moving on to some more tangible ways to help um to this day i guess it still rings true but Mm -hmm. we when we started prepping we i would always meal prep colt's food for him and you know make sure that every day he all sundays were always our big meal prep days so we cooked i don't know how many pounds of sweet potatoes i don't know how many pounds of chicken i don't know how many pounds of broccoli (laughs) every sunday and it was just kind of what we did it was our meal prep day this is before keto this is why we went keto (laughs) yeah i know our meal prep is so simple now uh we don't even have to meal prep but no more broccoli yeah um yeah and you know, just making sure that he had the food that he needed so he could succeed. And so he wasn't, you know, frantically like, oh, babe, I need this, I need this, I need this, or I don't have this made. And so just being really proactive with it and making sure we do, we do our meal prep. And now our lifestyle looks a little bit different to where we don't have to meal prep on Sundays anymore, but we still do things throughout the week that do pertain to meal prep. So um, let's see. Oh, this one's really important too. Uh, is making time for a date night because, and I will say date night with an asterisk, however you say that word. Asterisk. Yeah. Um, but during a prep, it just can be very like all consuming. And for us, you know, the, the first, our first prep, I was actually pregnant with our son and I was so sick, like so sick. And I just, we didn't make time for each other. And it kind of just took an emotional toll. And so one thing that we've really focused on recently, now that we have the right baby fit, babysitters and childcare and, and stuff like that, but just making time, like Colt said, for an every other week date night and making time for each other to remember, you know, who you guys are as a couple. Because like I said, the a bodybuilding competition is very all-consuming and everything that you do is uh, is pertaining to that. And is it going to move you forward? Or is it going to take you back? Yeah, there's no breaks. Yeah, and so... Uh, and when I say date night, this is my asterisk, is I don't mean go out to dinner because uh, we, like, never go out to dinner. We went out to Korean barbecue a few weeks ago, and that was the first time we went out to eat in, like, a year because we just prefer to cook at home. Our food is better at home. We cook our steak better. Like, it's a lot better financially. Uh, but there's a lot of other things that you can do as a date night. You can go see a movie. You can watch a movie at home. Uh, you can go on a hike. You can spend time with your kids. Like, I don't know, I don't know what people like to do as for date nights that's just kind of like what we like to do gun range gun range yeah something like that taking our you know taking our kids for a walk and just prioritizing family time um is is just super super important just to kind of ground your relationship Mm -hmm. um next thing oh 
going to posing class uh, as the spouse and being there and watching the teacher kind of correct your competitors' um, poses and just how they're flexing certain muscles and maybe they have a pro- like a problem like remembering to flex. Like I remember in one, I, th- I think it was like your front double bicep pose, you weren't flexing quads your quads or something it was just like it was yeah it was your quads i remember that it's hard you don't know you never know if they're actually showing or not (laughs) yeah exactly and so to have your spouse there to kind of see these things so when you're when they're on stage i mean they have a million and one things going through their minds the last thing that they need is to if, if they can like rely on you to call those things out for them when they're on stage like that is so important so um basically like the month leading up to the show i think i went to every posing class and colt went like what twice a week mm-hmm. yeah every tuesday and thursday or every tuesday it was but it was a lot and i went with our son he was like six and a half months no he was like five months old so he was you know very busy and then I went when I was pregnant with Everly and we just made it work and every day when he was practicing his posing at home I would watch I would help him I would call out all of his poses for him I would watch his routine Mm -hmm. and it just was it's a it's a family thing for us and we make it fun and we make it light but that is one thing that I know really helped you um, when you're on stage so big time and we had some we had codes too and so this is just this is just the way that we do it but um, you have a number when you're on stage, right? Every competitor has a number. And so if you're shouting something that's encouraging, like for, for me, my, my best pose was my back double bicep pose, right? It was my most confident pose. And so when I was, say I'm number 14, right? So when I'm doing a back double bicep, she would say, wow, nice lats or, um, or uh, nice hamstrings, number 14, nice hamstrings, like if they were showing, but if they weren't showing, cause like, it's hard to tell if your hamstrings are actually engaged properly on a back double bicep pose. So if she wanted to grab my attention, she would say, Colt hamstrings, Colt hamstrings. And then I know that they're not showing properly. So then I just think back to posing class and uh, the best way to engage your hamstrings on a back double bicep that from, from the way that I think about it and the way that we teach our competitors is, to think about doing a hamstring curl and if you can think about doing that um or like trying not to fall forward then just naturally your hamstrings will engage and uh and then if you're shredded then you'll be able to see both those heads pop and the judges can see them so then she would say that and then when i hit it properly then she would say i'd point out your number yeah number 14 you look great number 14 so then the judges are i mean looking at your number because they don't know your name yeah and like you can get mad and say oh there's that's that's that sounds like politics i mean i don't know if you want to call it that sure go ahead there's politics and everything by the way but um i don't know that's just this is a competitive sport (laughs) so we're trying to win i feel like it's helping the person out and like there's never anybody who's just silent in the crowd it's never quiet there's always people saying something that's true yeah that's, that's true with everything i mean yeah. and you, you were like that with my with my hockey games in college too i mean you were always my biggest fan and they're like surprising me with signs and stuff and i was doing the same thing for you and um now it's time to return the favor when we when, when we do this all for you so yeah so that's everything that i have written down but there is a few other tips that i do have and maybe it would be good to do another podcast about this just like Probably tips should. for leading up to the show yeah. but things that you know that um 
the, the significant other can prepare for are things like getting dark sheets for your bed and all kinds of random stuff like that that we'll probably need to do a follow-up podcast on. Yeah, we'll just do that. Yeah, but as for now, those are my tips. Do you have anything else that you can think of that I did that I forgot? I do have a bonus tip, and you've already touched on this a little bit. Um, thank you, by the way, honey. That was, that was beautiful. That was – and, God, you're – your support for those shows and 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 believing and and believing in what we're doing, you know, um, this is important for us being health coaches because I, I don't have the credibility that a lot of these other big coaches have. You know, it's like we're we're the people that are going to hold your hand and 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 push you and motivate you and and get and get you through these preps. And I think if that's one thing that we've really taken from other businesses that we've done in the past is is that you know this is this is a people business. Yes, it's a health business. Yes, it's a fitness business. But at the end of the day. When I look back at the impact that Alfred had on me, it wasn't because he he wrote the best diet plan. I mean, really, he just he just did he just did my macros. I mean, if we're actually going to talk about what he did for me on paper, it wasn't a whole lot, but it was worth every penny that we spent on it, and probably ten times more because of the impact that he had on my life as as my brother. You know, like he he was like a father figure to me in a lot of ways, and. And, and, and we didn't even we don't even share the same faith and so like you put that aside it's like he's really just a guy that cared about me and my success and wanted and wanted to help me do this and he's and he saw potential in me and he was someone that was there that uh i mean i would be at a i would be at a grocery store at 10 o'clock at night getting back from a business trip or something and needing to get groceries for the next day and 10 o'clock at night my willpower isn't really the best and so i would literally call him at 10 o'clock at night and be like bro i feel like i want to binge eat right now because i if you know if you know if you know our past um i have suffered an eating disorder for a a very large part of my life bodybuilding and coaching and having a set plan and a set regimen of what to eat has been very helpful and very um therapeutic on keeping me on track in that area and um and regaining my health since then but having somebody that, that that i could call just the drop of a hat um, and, and someone that has, that, that was going through it too, you know, he was, he was competing at the same time that I was competing. And the last show that we did, we did together. Um, he actually went out for open bodybuilding, even though he's a men's physique athlete, he's third best in the world, by the way. And so if he and I did physique together, he would actually crush me. And, and we, and we did. And I, I think I took dead last place and he took first and he took first or second place mm-hmm. at the, at the show in Edmonton, Canada. Um, but he was like nice and uh, kind of let me beat him in, in the in the, in the open bodybuilding. So um, he was he was there to compete, yeah. But I mean, he was there because he wanted me to get my pro card, and uh, uh, it was so close. But maybe someday. So anyway, that all, that all being said, you know, the impact that that he had on me was uh, was, was being there for me, and and the same thing for Taylor too. And yeah, he was hard on me, and you know, he he t- he talked to me strong when he needed to. Um, but he was somebody that really, truly, um, genuinely cared. And that's why we, that's why we did all those shows, you know, um, that's our, that's our street credibility. It's our experience. And, um, we're looking to do that again this year. I got four shows lined up in the fall. So this has been a good refresher for you and I, you know, being unified and kind of clarifying mm-hmm. what these next few months are going to look like for us. Cause I just recently started prep and, uh, my, it hasn't gotten hard yet. <laughs> yeah, my 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 business goal um, this time is to show that you can have just as good of a physique, if not better, using the ketogenic diet. 
and not even everybody that we're coaching is using the ketogenic diet. We got a couple clients that are um, on high, higher carb approaches because I really don't think keto is best for them. I think that they should be doing higher carbs. Um, and I'm not saying that the ketogenic diet is best for everybody or even most athletes. But for me, for someone that has had a problem with an eating disorder in the past, um, being on a carnivore, meat-only, ketogenic diet is awesome. It's satiating. I feel great. My brain, my um, mental clarity is just incredible. My sleep's better. Uh, bedroom life is better. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we've already sworn a couple times in this episode. Thanks, Taylor. So <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, anyway. Get on yeah. your last bonus, babe. Yeah, okay, okay. This okay. is. Yep, yeah, last tip. So this is to be patient with the athlete's need to rest, recover, and maintain spiritual and mental health. Mm-hmm. You so know. I did kind of post on that a little bit or talk about that. Yeah, you have. And I wanted to go into something a little more specific. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if, if you share our faith, great. And if, and if not, I'd encourage you to listen anyway and give it a try. You know, it certainly couldn't hurt. But <laughs> Especially because it's Easter weekend. Yeah, but... You know, we're very upfront about our faith. We never push it or force it upon anybody. That never has turned out well. So we gave up doing that a long time ago. <laughs> but um, a resource that I use, other than reading the scripture, um, I've had a daily habit of reading the Bible for um, quite some time now. Before I really had the tools to study it inductively, it was hard and I wanted to understand God's word and I wanted to have a better relationship with God. Um, Because that's really what got me through it. I just hit a wall where I was like, I can't do this by myself. I need the power of something that's um, uh, a little a little stronger than me. And so that power is 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 there, and it's there for you too. And I I found it difficult to um, to to get that from the Bible because at the time my knowledge of the Bible was so small. It was not as um, I guess extensive as it has become since then. Not that I'm a Bible scholar or historian or um, someone that's super smart at all. Um, I actually have a very low IQ. Um, but when I, but but if I'm looking for answers, I do not stop until I get those answers. And if I want something, I work at it and I put my blinders on until I get it. You do not have a low IQ. I do have a low <laughs> IQ. And if you get to know me long enough, uh, you will you will see that there's usually one or two things that I'm pretty good at. Everything else, forget it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I wanted to recommend a resource that was, that was very instrumental, um, in maintaining spiritual and mental health and, uh, developing a habit around prayer, um, and tapping into that spiritual source of strength. Um, this book is called heart of a competitor daily devotions for a winning attitude. This is not specific to bodybuilding. This could be used for any sport. Um, and this is an FCA devotional for athletes and for coaches. So they have one that's for athletes, one that's for competitors. I guess a competitor is just like, are they not all the same? A more competitive type of athlete. Yeah. It was was like volume two. And so that's what they decided to call it. So I went through both of them. I mean, both of them are absolutely amazing. Um, I've, I've done, I've done these and, um, and taught some lessons to our competitors, um, with these resources. And there's also one for coaches too, which I did. And that one was super good as well. They're all, they're all fantastic. But, um, this one is from heart of a competitor on page 29. And this is actually a bodybuilder that uh, did this devotional. And so uh, this is 
probably the most impactful one from this entire book. And I'm just going to share it and let's just run through it together right now. Um, all right. So every page has a ready, set, go, workout, overtime, and then journal. All right. This one's entitled Grace and Glory. Ready. But I count my life of no value to myself so that I may finish my course and the ministry I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of God's grace. That is Acts 20, 24. And that is Luke that wrote that. Okay. As I recently watched a bodybuilding competition and saw the victories and defeats of athletes, my thoughts went into the effect of our relationship with Christ and the, and the, the relationship that he has on us as competitors. I think about my life as an athlete, the training that I have endured, and the elation at my victories and the devastation of my defeats, and I am reminded of the role that God has played in this journey. Our lives are an absolute result of our relationship with him and how we conduct ourselves as Christians as well as athletes. I know now, after the years of competition, that it was God's grace that allowed me to stay healthy through it all. I also know that it is God's grace that covers me while I now train and compete as an over 50-year-old bodybuilder with multiple sclerosis. Mm. I am often asked how I can consider my life under the grace of God when I am afflicted by an incurable disease. How can I witness to the grace of God while going from a healthy athlete to one now battling to be able to train and challenge to even walk at times? My answer is that the grace of the Lord is not about our physical existence. It's about the blood that he has covered us with that allows us the gift of eternity in heaven. No matter how tough life on earth is, we as believers are blessed with God's grace. And that is David Leans. Amen. It's incredible. Okay, the next section is go. Do you see and feel God's grace in your life, win or lose? We should. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day... Yeah, we're trying to win competitions um, because that's something that's motivating and materialistic and something that you can see, something that's very tangible. But as Robert points out in his book, um, Ketogenic Bodybuilding, it's bodybuilding is not the ends of itself. It's a means to an end. It's, become, it's what you become through the process. It's very similar to a faith walk in that regard. Okay, second question. Are you looking to Christ and his grace for strength when facing adversity? Why or why not? We can turn to worldly solutions or we can turn to spiritual solutions. And a lot of times we try to fix our own problems with and fix spiritual problems with something that's worldly. For example, if you are stressed and you feel like you need to eat something, okay, are, do you, are you really hungry or are you just stressed? Here's here's a good test. What do you what do you, what are you normally eating right now? Um, I'm on a ketogenic diet, right? So I'm eating a lot of eggs. If eggs sound good, I'm probably hungry and I should probably eat. If eggs don't sound good, but cake sounds good, I'm probably not really hungry. I'm probably just stressed. So the answer is not cake. The answer is not food. In that case, um, first of all, it's probably water and electrolytes. Maybe we should take care of that first. Um, but maybe there's some sort of spiritual issue that could be fixed with some prayer some meditation and that would take care of the, those hunger pangs when really it's not food that you need it's something a little deeper than that mm. something to put it's like trying to put square pegs in round holes yeah all right and actually there's a third question is grace a means for compromise or a reason for gratitude in your life is grace a means for compromise 
or a reason for gratitude in your life? I guess what he's asking is, does does grace mean that you get that you give each other excuses and that you know, like if you give me grace, is that is is that is that saying that you're letting me get away with something, like compromising, or is it a way of showing gratitude towards each other? Yeah. And I look at the, at, 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 I look back at the grace that you've been giving me through these preps, where it's like sometimes I don't have the best attitude, and sometimes I just need to sleep an extra hour. Um, sometimes I just need to stop and read the Bible in the middle of the day, you know, and just like calm down and cool it. And, um, and, and you're always very accommodating to that. And I can't thank you enough for it, babe. Oh, um, my pleasure. Yep. And it goes both ways too. It's like, like if you, if you ever tell me like, Hey, I just need to take a nap. I'm like, great. Take a nap. Like sleep and just dropping what you're doing is always okay in this household. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it should be for, 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 for any, for any household as well, like within reason. But I mean, absolutely. Winston Churchill in the middle of world war two was taking naps in the middle of the day, every single day. Like, and if and if he i'm pretty sure he was busy where he could have used the excuse i don't have the time to do it but he knew that he needed to take naps <laughs> to be able to 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 be able to perform at his at the potential that he needed to yeah so, okay um and then workout um we have two passages to go over would you mind taking the devotional please thank you very much all right what is the first passage first one is romans five seventeen. romans five seventeen. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through one, much more those who receive abundance of grace of the gift of righteousness will reign in the life through one, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And then the next one. Second one is Ephesians 1 7. Ephesians 1 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he had made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. Amen. Do you want to do the overtime or do you want me to? Uh, go ahead. Okay. Overtime. So this is just a prayer. Thank you, Father, for your constant grace and guidance in my life. Help my attitude, actions, and words reflect your glory during competition. Amen. Amen. All right. With that, thank you, babe. Thank you so much for taking the time to put this together. We're going to sign off right now, guys. Just want to thank everybody for joining us on this episode. Also, if you guys would like us to do that follow-up episode on our tips to prepare for a a bodybuilding competition, honestly, I think we just need to put a little guide together for people. Mm -hmm. But if if that's something that interests you, if there's questions that you have, please reach out to both of us on Instagram. Um, I'm sure Colt will put our handles in the show notes. So. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll put that all in the show notes. Yeah. And we are not set up on Patreon or anything for donations or anything. So if you want to support the show, uh, we really, really appreciate it. There's a whole bunch of stuff on our website, supplements, apparel, merchandise. I mean, my Venmo is at Taylor Milton. Just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but if, if you want to support the show, uh, please share it. Okay? Yes. That, that is something that we're asking. Like, if, Absolutely. You, if you found value, in this um send it to some send it to somebody that you think could really benefit from um from what we just talked about so that would mean the world to us we've been seeing some 
some actually some really cool growth this these last couple months with with the show been getting some good traction been doing this a while this is episode like 84 85 or something wow um and so it's been i mean it's, it's been a couple years of doing this and it's and it's and it's really starting to take off and so um that's just all glory to god in that and thank you to everybody that's been sharing it um and, and so, if you have any questions about competing or if you're thinking about competing or just want some information we are here we're open books yeah and shoot me a text at 206-743-1346 you can also schedule a 15 minute uh, consultation with us free I'll put, mm-hmm, I'll put a link to that in the show notes again we do have a new episode every saturday morning and if we ever miss one we promise you guys we're putting out two the next week just to make up for it. So uh, if you subscribe to our show, if you're not subscribed, please make sure that you do that so that you don't miss those. Thanks again. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye.